Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello, Dylan Weaver here. We're just getting ready for a time of humor, analysis, and unpreparedness. Would you like to join us? Then get ready, because you'll never know what can happen when you listen to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. That's the John Mulaney bit that didn't make it into a special. Oh, I was just wondering that that, that I mean, logically it makes sense. Yeah, no, it's from the it's from the Comeback Kid tour uh, that you saw. I did not see that I one. I just heard someone talk about it on the on a podcast about it not making it into this special. And I was like, that's great. Now I've got John Mulaney. Uh, more John Mulaney jokes banked. So is this a cold open? No, I. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this. Maybe this will be the unrelated teaser. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod, episode one. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo, and uh, we're here to talk about Adventures in Odyssey, specifically episode four fifty seven, Opportunity Knocks. It is the first episode of the Novacom saga, and it is. Uh, I don't know, episode 9 on the 35th album. Yeah, yeah, because, just in case you're following along at home. Right, right, right. So so break out break out your cassette booklet, yeah, you yeah. know, flip to the back side of, yeah. the, of the fourth cassette, yeah, and, you... and there it is. Fifth, it, it, I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, it doesn't matter. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, there's got to be people out there that have, like, almost every album from the first 20 years oh, yeah. of the show just by... Right alphabetized like the way people keep pokemon cards you can't right? alphabetize them you gotta put them in numerical order, well yeah man. yeah yeah chronologically is yeah what I meant. uh most of them are at the church library yes yeah. that was that was my source for years it's uh it's kind of crazy because like i was like looking at this and i was like when did this episode come out because my you know whole space of like when stuff aired it doesn't matter because i just yeah. got it from the church library it came out in 2000 but the the, the church had it on cassette. Yeah. So if it originally aired in 2000, probably didn't come out on cassette until 2001. Why was it not on CD? It was 2001. Ah. Uh... That's like borderline. But the kicker is they had like album 45 on cassette as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh... like, I don't know why, but... Uh... Well, my guess is that they've got enough of a market selling just to people that will only buy cassettes. Because you got to yeah. think about who's buying it, right? Yeah. I... And the church was like, well, this is cheaper, so cool. Right, yeah. So uh, the way this works is we're just going to kind of go through the episode um, yeah. and talk about it, riff on it, get yeah. off on ridiculous tangents. Yes, um, yes, sir. And... What I don't know. That's that's that. Yeah. Um, Before we get started, I'd like to say, I mean, so this is episode one of the Novacom saga, and that's what we're going through. Yep. So, like, this isn't the first episode of Adventures in Odyssey for those that <laughs> not are not aware. <laughs> <laughs> Shamingly far in, or shamefully yeah. is the word I'm looking yeah. for. Uh, far into it, but yeah. yeah. So that's that's what we're going through. That's the Wild yeah. Fam Chalk Pod. Yep. Going through it. Yeah, the kind of the listing of the Novacom saga that we're going off of is Focus on the Family released a box set of just the Novacom saga, which was a big part of, of my love for adventures in Odyssey. And so that's both the order and the episodes we're choosing. So all of these episodes will line up chronologically, but we'll skip episodes 
in between. Like our next one is not 458 because 458 yeah. is not part of the yeah, Novacom saga story, right? as defined by folks on the family. So we're just sticking to those and we're just handling the Novacom saga for now. If this podcast makes it that far, <laughs> we're just covering this. Wait, how many we'll, episodes are there? Uh, there's like somewhere in the 30 to 40 range. Yeah, I was going to say. So, so there's, there's enough. We we've got our work cut out for us as is. Yeah, so I'm not, not uh, making not. like uh, like conservative Christians and blindly following focus on the family wherever it leads us. All right. <laughs> on that note, uh, let's get started. Yeah, I'm gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna read off the official synopsis of the episode with the Timothy Center in a financial crisis. It seems like an answered prayer when a company called Novacom offers Tom Riley a lot of money to build a tower on his property. Yeah. I mean, yep. it is a it is a pretty spot on synopsis. We'll get into some of the details. I don't know how much of the of the actual voice cast I want to bring up. We'll maybe just hit it as as we go and just be like, ah, yeah. this is a point of interest. Is, I mean, this is Tom Riley's hundredth episode. It is Tom, and Riley's he's a key character episode. in it. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, that's that's fun. And you just want to just jump right in with. The yeah. Intro, which <laughs> yeah, Andrew, why, 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 about. why don't you why don't you take it away with uh, <laughs> with how this episode opens? Well, so Avengers and Odyssey does this thing where they have like the the theme music and you know it has its normal intro, not unlike a certain podcast you may have listened to, <laughs> and um, it goes through. But then it has Ice would say quirky outtakes for, like from from the episode stitched together, and this one. He's just real weird because it just uses the same audio sample of Tom Riley saying no over and over and over again in response to other things. And it has nothing to do with the episode. It, it really doesn't. They pulled random clips from the show and then we're like, it would also be funny if there's just Tom saying no, no after it every time. Yeah. And uh, he does say like all of it is audio from the episode. Yeah. But it is not audio that relates to yeah, the episode yeah. <laughs> when i think back to adventures and odyssey i do like have memories of those intros but i don't i didn't think like oh that was like that weird and tangential. No and, it, and it might just be this one like we'll see what yeah. happens as we go on oh well, th- maybe this one was just weird but, yeah well like, the thing that i remember is like typically they kind of match the tone of the episode like this wasn't a comedic episode at all <laughs> and it has this really nope. like weird jokey intro like yeah they're trying to like soften us up before the blow like what's yeah. going on here but uh, after the after the teaser's done the episode itself teaser opens air quotes <laughs> yeah teaser I, well, I'm, I'm gonna call it the teaser we'll yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. land on that it, it's teasing wait something. i mean this is episode one we need to uh, establish our official vocabulary teaser is referring to the intro yep teaser is uh, no, the, the, the intro, intro is, the, is intro. the intro is where Chris comes on, and then in this episode, it's Tom who does his little thing that changes episode to episode, yeah. at least in this era of the show. And then the intro music still playing, and there's a weird teaser where it's just like clip show, yeah, yeah. but like in no logical manner in this episode. So completely so haphazardly. That ends. And we land on Candid Conversations with Connie, and she is interviewing Tom Riley. This is uh, Connie's interview show that yeah, she does on show. KYDS, Kids, Kids Radio. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, no. And, uh, uh, spoiler alert, Connie, not a good interviewer. No, no, not at all. Once again, can only speak to this episode, because it's all I'm re-listening yeah. to. But, wow. Well, uh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But so like, it starts out great. She and Tom, she works for Tom Tom. at the Timothy Center, which is a retreat center that he runs that's named after his son. She works there in addition to Wit's End and is just talking to him. He comes on the show to talk about it and she's just kind of talking through stuff with him. Yeah. And, And like it starts out pretty normally and then all of a sudden... Things get much worse. Yeah. <laughs> she asks him about... Uh, what is she asking about? Um, no, 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 but specifically... Oh, it's the auditorium. Yeah, yeah, it's, the new auditorium. She asks him about the... about the. Oh, I heard you guys were like, have plans to put in a new auditorium. He's like, uh, no, we shelved that. And then she's like, why? <laughs> and then... Like, oh, in classic interviewer fashion. <laughs> Oh, and you know, okay, I'll give her some credit, right? Connie Kendall is perpetually a teenage girl for like 18 years. Yeah, so like, this show, okay, so background, this show has been running since the 80s. This episode is in the 2000s. Connie was introduced in like episode four. She started out as a high schooler. I think at this point she is 20s. Like she is definitely yeah. graduated yeah. by this point. But I don't think she's gone to school. No, she did not go to college. No. That I have any recollection she, of. Well, she she does eventually. Again, it's been a long time. Yeah, maybe, I'm just speaking with maybe too much af- authority. Af- after it, yeah. But this I is, like I this is the problem with jumping into the show 500 episodes in. Yeah. Uh, we were not and will not do the show from the beginning. That would be a mess. Um, well, yeah, because it's just... Yeah, nope. Nope. We, we needed to pick a segment, but it means that... It means that for those nice of narrative. you who... Haven't already listened to Adventures in Odyssey, which, why are you listening to this? <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> well, no, she's already listened to it. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think so, that people... So, yeah, we're going to try to give some background. It's not going to be accurate. Send your angry emails to us. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Add them on um, Twitter. That's yeah, really important. Yeah, at, at, at me on Twitter. Um, at okay. WadFamChalkPod. Just to clarify. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. The handle wasn't taken. <laughs> Surprisingly. Uh, but yeah, no. Connie's interview just goes Real way bad. off the rails. Yeah. And she, because it's not only that she like starts focusing in on this, mm-hmm. the Timothy Center's having money issues, but then once he gets uncomfortable, <laughs> he, he's super uncomfortable to begin with. She cannot read it and keeps pressing him until he basically is like, look, we're broke. And then she's like, oh, well. I guess I have nothing else to talk about. Yes. Let's end the show. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is this? What is your... Do you, do you, do you, I, mm, yeah. Okay. No. Your your whole plan was, let, I guess I guess let's talk about what's up and coming with the Timothy Center is a good talking point. But like, you should have had more prepared than just what's happening with the Timothy Oh, oh, nothing's happening. Oh, well then we're going to cut ourselves off right here. Yeah, it's like, uh, hear from our sponsor. Yeah. And, well, and like, okay. My critique, like, probably my biggest critique to the production of the show was, like, I felt like the dialogue was kind of really forced and choppy, and I don't, like, completely remember the rest of the series being like this. Yeah, I don't either. There was a And so I don't know if it's her being a bad interview because of that. Right. Or if it's, like, it's in her character that she's just, like, drilling him with questions. He says a one-word response, and then she doesn't wait for him to expound. She just keeps going. Yeah, I think I think that is supposed to be kind of her thing, is that she's, like, talking over yeah. the interviewer. But it's not great. Which, like, like it's, also yeah. thought that I had, just real quick, she introduces Tom Riley as former mayor. Right. 
He used to be mayor. <laughs> he did used to be mayor. That is, and like that, that was a true. very dramatic point in the series, to my, yeah. to my recollection, yep. was when he became mayor. And I'm like, what does it even mean to be mayor of a small town? Like maybe Baltimore, where things are a little bit more intense. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I honestly, despite having listened to every, every episode, episode up until like I don't know, we'll, we'll go 2010. Casually, yeah, yeah. because that sounds about right. We'll, for say, me. we'll say that's that's the ballpark of when I stopped listening to. I think Green Ring Conspiracy was the last like album oh, I listened to. That was, I remember that. that was, um, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't remember why he was mayor or what that was, and I'm with you, mayor of a small town. Yeah, well, and like the fact that it was a very big deal. Like, like <laughs> what did he do? Like, what as yeah. a mayor, what is your legal rules? Like, because it's all I'm, pretty much delegated to different government departments. So, I, I don't right? Know. Yeah, it it doesn't. It's it's very inconsequential. Doesn't even matter. What we're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my note is, dear God, she is bad at interviewing. <laughs> yeah. No, no <laughs> kidding. So we cut from the interview actually happening to the wit and some of the kids listening to the broadcast yep. um, from outside the studio, which is once again where the production of this show really shines through. Of yeah. like, you could instantly tell we're not in the studio. This is playing on a radio in the background of another conversation. Yeah. Which was just like insane. It's so well done. Well, and like even they, switching from the intro to the to the radio conversation like it right. sounded like what normal radio right. would sound like like yeah, you turn on like NPR in or something to, yep. yeah, like. so they're out at the, the soda fountain talking yeah. and another production thing is we then hear Tom and Connie like walking up to yeah. the conversation yeah. and it's just like they're talking about other things and their voices slowly come into so they have to do this thing because of it being an audio show where they like they do not allow overlapping dialogue much no. at all on it we hear tom and connie getting closer talking but it's not like it's their like voices background. are underneath wit and the other kids like wit and the other kids stop talking so that we can hear the others walking in yeah um, which is yeah kind of just, just how no, you gotta, it's really cool though it's how you how you gotta do that sort of thing the big thing before they walk in is that uh no yeah. trans- transmissions cuts in so, which is our first real introduction to Novacom as an idea, right? Yep. Yeah. There is no no Novacom prior to this. We just slowly hear. Yeah. Novacom yeah, testing, testing, and then and then it cuts. And then yeah. Wit's like, "That's illegal." Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, He's like, "Wow, you, you died." Yeah. I mean, it's illegal to cut into radio people. Don't do it. If you cut into this podcast, we'll we'll, we'll come after you <laughs> yeah. with all of our expensive lawyers. Yes, yes, uh, sir. I know a guy. I was gonna say, I'm talking about not overlapping dialogue, and that's like most of what the show yeah, is. It's gonna be a lot of overlapping dialogue. I'm okay with it. Sorry. I'm very okay we're, with it. we're recording all on mic, so there's not yeah. gonna be two streams to edit. Yeah, so then we have Tom and uh, Connie join Wit, as Connie suggests that people could donate to the Timothy Center, so like they're still talking about this whole they don't have money situation, and this was annoying to me because Tom was just like, no, no, I don't want, I don't want their money. Like, this isn't a charity. Like, 
I mean, yeah. It's like on one hand, sure, be independent. On the other hand, like, you're running a retreat center. It's like, it's not that crazy to be like, and we're going to do some fundraising. Yeah. Like, fundraising is a totally pretty thing. normal yeah. thing. For any project. Churches run purely off contributions. I think yeah. you can ask for money. Well, and, and but, considering it is pretty much a strictly Christian thing, like... I don't think it is far from the realm yeah. of possibility for them to be like, hey, a gala, you can give us money, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is which is basically where they land on later. But yeah. even when they land on it later, like it's it's painted in such a bad light yeah. that I don't understand. It is so like, frustrating. Yeah. Like getting ahead a little bit, Tom and Ben are just like we gotta pray, and Connie and Audrey are like, let's take action. So they end up organizing this fundraiser, and it's, like, gonna be great, but everyone keeps being like, well, like, what we really need to do is pray, and, like, that's kind of supposed to be the moral, but it's like, the fundraiser is not a bad idea. Why or ungodly in any way. Right. Like, Why is everyone constantly shooting? Like, come on, Connie, that's such a dumb idea. It's like, yeah, like no, it's it's perfectly reasonable <laughs> she's making a good call like yeah why why is everyone down like well, and painting it in like such a bad light to accept yes. financial help yeah there's a lot of this episode where i was like i disagree with the <laughs> light the show is portraying these things in yeah and that's yeah that's a lot of what my notes are just being yeah. like why? Yeah. Why? 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 You get the whole bit where he's working on his car. He's working on his car because he can't afford a mechanic, which just reinforces the need that like. God is such a jerk she, about yeah. it again. <laughs> she's just like. Why? Because she's you can't just like. Yeah, she's just like. You hate working on cars, and you like take yeah. a hint. Oh my word! Yeah. You like literally the last scene we saw with you was you having financial issues, and maybe days have passed. Yeah. Who knows? It really doesn't seem like it because. Of the next thing, which is Ben walks up and asks him about the financial issues. So the shepherds, Ben and Ellen, are the parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellen, okay. Ellen's at her Bible study. I remember yep. that. And then she does not make an appearance in this episode, though she is mentioned. And yeah. then Audrey and Bethany are the kids. They were introduced not that far prior to this episode. I think earlier in maybe the last album. Yeah. So Adventures in Odyssey likes to kind of cycle through, bring new characters in, transition old ones out, that sort of thing quite a bit. And so they were brought in like, hey, the Timothy Center is opening. These people are going on the retreat. And then they feel called to stay and work at the Timothy Center. Yeah. And Bethany and Audrey have to get used to being in a sleepy small town and yeah so we're a whole big deal we're, yeah we're further along in their story at this part but it's still dealing with the parents being pretty new christians and audrey especially not always being on board with that yeah so ben walks up to tom and is, is yep. asking him about these financial issues because bethany was at the counter back in the previous scene and overheard the radio yeah well um, and then aubrey and, comes in with the news and like just to make matters work like insult to injury like another booking is canceled and it was supposed to be a big one and they already had a bunch of canceling as was revealed earlier and it's just bad news bears i suppose uh i haven't used that phrase in a very long time but that's, own it man it's not great it. and then you cut back to the whole uh wit talking about novacom and 
Yeah. This was my... So, so, Wit is now at the yeah. town hall. He yeah. says he's going to go down there and kind of investigate as to who Novacom is and why they're mm-hmm. cutting into his broadcast and all this stuff. Yeah. And this is where things start to get interesting, it, well, I guess. It was a very frustrating episode for somebody who loves Mr. Whitaker. You can tell, knowing where the story goes here, why they're painting everything the way they are, but trying to imagine it outside of that context, you're just like, what in the world he is immediately so antagonistic to yeah. to this company well so, and it doesn't even seem like it's a spiritual awakening or something no. like that like i sense something evil no like, he's is, just he's just you know, like weirdly totally thing weirdly skeptical and like i feel like and like needlessly so like and that's yeah. i don't think that's mr whitaker's character really yeah because they're constantly like adding a lot of like him going hmm yeah and, huh. <laughs> and there are like musical cues and like not quite a dun 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 yeah, but yeah. like stuff along those lines where it's just they like... They lay it on so thick. Where it's just like, we're really telegraphing that yeah. this is a bad company Situation. and Wit knows it right away and he's the only one who picks up on it. Yeah. There's some stuff where I'm like, all right, like like maybe you do raise an eye to that a little bit. At the town hall, he's asking the clerk about it. The clerk, by the way, is voiced by John Fornoff, who has written and directed a lot of the, a lot of the episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a... Common trend throughout the series. They pull in people who work behind the scenes on the show to do voices because it is just a radio show and sometimes you need someone to fill in. Yeah, um, for like filler characters. Or or they'll have one of the main characters just doing a different voice or something in the episode and that sort of thing. So like the earlier the person who cuts into the Novacom broadcast is Bob Luttrell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's who's like longtime like sound engineer for the show. And so it's my fun yep. fun tidbit bit about there but yeah wit's just like i don't know really like oh what's this novacom thing you're talking about like paranoid to a the how haven't i heard about this and and the clerk's like well uh the the odyssey times had dale jacob kill the article yeah and dale jacob's being one of the reporters from the from the town um who we know from other stuff previous narrative yeah. which there's so many like now like going back to it listening like there are so many storylines like of these oh yeah yeah they're they constantly reference other characters and like it does a lot of times feel like kind of living breathing town because it's like they're constantly referencing other stuff yeah candid conversations with connie starts off with like sorry about last week when harlow doyle was yeah, on yeah. here which is like oh yeah haha harlow i like that but also if you didn't know who that was well, it doesn't you, matter yeah. like if you don't know who dale jacobs is you can probably just be like oh named reporter yeah but if you do know you're like oh yeah, like you know his daughter and right, stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like really, really cool. Well, I think it's I think it's just a credit like I don't always agree with what they say, but Adventures in Odyssey does what it does perfectly. Yeah. Like they have made yeah, so like, much content and somehow managed to make it so interesting. Yeah, it accomplishes what it sets out to do yeah. perfectly. Yep. Yeah, I'm not always completely <laughs> on board with what it's setting out to do, but you can't argue with that part of it. No, you well, you really can't. And like between production value and everything like that, like it is really clean as far as shows oh, are yeah. concerned. Like yeah, and they're like actual voice actors and stuff. Yeah, they did voices and other things. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, it is really cool. And like that's something obviously I didn't appreciate as a kid because I didn't right. really care about it or know about yeah. it. The other thing is the scene kind of goes out with the clerk telling Wit that he thinks Novacom is. More than just, just a radio, radio station, which is 
a great yeah. line. Like, it's just a line, but they underscore it with, like, yeah. Like, it's it's such a sinister underscore. Like, oh no, it's more than a radio station. It's like, yeah. It's, like, what? Yeah. What do you even do? Like, yeah. More than a radio station. It's like, yeah, it's, it's more. Okay. The cut, like, the transition music is so good. And, like, yeah. so much nostalgia in each yeah. one of the transitions. Like That uh, transition music is real fantastic. Good. It's so, so very good. The next scene is probably my least favorite of the episode. We're at the shepherd's house. Yeah. It's Aubrey and her... Is it Aubrey or Audrey? Now, I don't know. Aubrey, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. We're going to go with Aubrey. Uh, call us out on, on the yeah. socials. <laughs> yeah. um, but... <laughs> But she's, she's just complaining with Ben, her dad. Oh no, if they don't have money, are we going to lose our job? Because they're currently working at the Timothy Center. And, and he's like, no, like, I think I think we're pretty safe in our job. And then she's like, well, are you going to get a raise? Yeah. It's like, uh, no, also <laughs> not that. And she's like, well, I need new clothes. And I'm just like, all right. Uh telegraph the teenage girl yeah so much harder like yeah boy is that a stereotype that you are just pushing down my throat (laughs) i I gotta i gotta get more clothes her quote is like all the clothes in my uh wardrobe are currently unwearable and i'm just like all right aubrey just like and like i understand like there are feelings about stuff like that but if you're looking for realistic dialogue that's not the way to go (laughs) Uh, I have said to my mom on numerous occasions, hey, lots of my clothes have bleach stains on them. Is there any way we could go out and maybe buy a couple t-shirts? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. That's a reasonable way of approaching it. Not being like, in the middle of a financial crisis, be like, well, can you get a raise? Because I need clothes. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like, uh, so bad. This is, this is another one where it's like they are constantly pausing mm-hmm. the dialogue so it doesn't overlap. You have Aubrey talking with her dad about all of this. Like, oh, are we going to lose the job? Like, what's all this stuff? Well, her younger sister, Bethany, who I, I think the idea is that Aubrey is in high, high school. school. Yeah. Because I she... I appreciate, I, There's an episode where she drives a car, so she's like 14 or 15. Yeah, so my like, guess is like I'm, I'm thinking somewhere between eighth and tenth grade is my guess. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, maybe I'd even say, like ninth or tenth. Yeah, I'd say she's prob like 15 is probably a good yeah. a good ballpark for her. And then Bethany is I don't know. She seems like she's like six. six. Yeah, I was gonna say she's like, like, like. Is there like, a ten year really? difference between these kids? Because I don't think there is. But, but like. Wow! Sure, her, her whole they're thing really is giving like, a young naive pitch. Yeah, she's just like rattling off all these things they can do to save money, which she's are like, really cute and really funny, and like yeah. I really enjoyed it. But like, oh boy, we can eat once a day and only shower when necessary and sell our blood. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a very frustrating scene. And then they move on to the whole um, Wit meeting Arthur Dent at Novacom. Arthur Dent being one of the head guys at Novacom. And they have this, like, kind of frustrating dialogue where Wit just comes across like a real jerk, in my opinion. <laughs> he's, like, super, like, inquisitive and antagonistic. He's, he's and... immediately on edge. Yeah. Because, I guess because he went in knowing that... Yeah, but that's, that's exactly it. This is supposed to be the lovable guy who just is accepting of people yeah. and is just going to like judge you by 
what you do, not what he hears about you, yeah. and like all this stuff, or not even judge you. Like he's yeah, yeah he's like an embodiment of goodness, and here he's conclusion. just like uh uh, uh no <laughs> yeah like no well you guys are clearly from you guys, Satan. You guys are in the same are we're, we're in the same business uh no we're not yeah we we're on we're all about teaching the bible not child edu- entertainment and it's like well and, and, all and right the thing is, he didn't even say teaching the bible he was like teaching <laughs> i'm like i mean cool yeah but like also the love the love of Christ, where is it? I can't find it. <laughs> I uh, thought it was there, but no longer. Also, I just, I, there's so many things in life where because Adventures and Odyssey is like one of my first cultural touchstones. Yeah. There's so much stuff later where I'm like, oh, it was riffing off that or whatever. So like the weird thing here is later in like high school when I picked up Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Main character, Arthur Dent. Yep. Which is just the name they use here, I guess, in reference to that. But it's like, I was like, huh, this sounds very familiar. I was like reading Hitchhiker and I was like, the adventures in Odyssey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? And it's word, like, it's... Oh, yeah. No, no, they didn't didn't change it up at all. No. It's it's fine. Dent's just talking about, like, oh, we're Novacom. We do everything. Yep. Film, radio, TV, the internet. And I'm just like, like, oh, yeah. What did the internet... What what, what did you think the internet was in 2000 again? (laughs) Dial up. (laughs) Definitely dial up. Like, what entertainment are you just... Especially entertaining in a small... On the internet in a small town. Right. Like, we're talking, like, maybe an... Like, an (laughs) e-blast. Let me just... A group the, chat to talk uh, about their radio programs. One of the constant things that's just like, obviously, you want to keep your show interesting and do interesting stuff, and it's set in honesty, but how does the world revolve around Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. Like, it's Illinois, right? Because it's by Chicago. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, we're using, like, Novacom is using Odyssey as a test market. And it's like, why? Well, and like, I get that Mr. Whitaker is like an international figure, like, through the technology and stuff he's made, but like... Yeah. That's literally the only thing, and... But he... (laughs) But on one hand, he seems like he should be a big figure for the technology. On the other hand, a lot of the technology is just kind of like hand-waved, and I don't feel like he yeah. is, like, super-recognized. Mr. Whitaker was an archaeologist for a while, like, an Indiana yeah. Jones-style archaeologist. Yeah. He, he has an encyclopedia company. He does have a... He has an encyclopedia... He used to be a teacher, right? Isn't that He used thing? to be a teacher. Is it just his son who worked for the NSA, or did he as well? I don't think he did. I okay. It is just his son. So, there's... But it's like, how... Like, what is this guy? And, like... Wh- how? And, like... <laughs> What, what why? happens when you have one character driven across like every single plot line right. imaginable ever? Yeah, and like spies, Mr. Right. Whitaker. Yeah, and, history, Mr. And Whitaker. Going on a thousand episodes, like yep, yep. and uh, three Mr. Whitakers, and yeah, three different voice actors. Yep, well, uh, more than that technically, but yes, yeah, yeah, because there uh, are yeah, uh, but yeah, this, this is this is the second Mr. Whitaker. Yes, yeah. This is uh, which and arguably I think my favorite. Yeah, uh, this is the one where I yeah that I listen to the most. Yeah. Then so then the obviously Arthur Dent asks him about 
like where he can put up a tower and he oh, brings up yeah. the land and it just so happens that that's the land that tom riley owns or does it just so happen yeah because the big twist is that like every villain i guess dense a villain here uh he misspeaks and is like so do you know who owns this land and and was like oh yeah it's a friend of mine he's like oh well why don't you talk to Tom Riley. Yeah. And, and it's like, I never told you his name. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, Yee. all right, man. Thanks Tropey, for, trope, trope. Yeah. Thanks for telegraphing that this guy's a bad guy. The, the problem is the show needs wit to be this infallible good. Yeah. And so he has to be omniscient and see everything coming and yeah. at least be like skeptical of Novacom. But like, it would be so much more interesting. But to a point where it's like, it's discrediting to him as a character, yeah. I feel like. Well, I just, I think it would be more interesting if, like, he hadn't immediately written Novacom off. And he'd yeah. been like, yeah, let's try something out. Like, let's let's work together. You guys seem like you're doing, like, if he had been more on board, then what's coming down the road would maybe be more interesting. But because he's just immediately like, no, Closed no, off, yeah. something's amiss here, even though literally, like, nobody he's knows. grasping at straws. Yeah. It's... Well, yeah. And, I, and, my, I, and, like, I don't know, like, if, if okay, I understand, like, you, you see bad things, like, they're gonna make content that you don't approve of, but, like, I don't think that the answer is then just walling them off and being mean to them, right? Like... Yeah. It isn't but the also, Christian way yeah. to try and, like, build some sort of relationship there? <laughs> right. But also, like, get off your high horse wit. Not all entertainment has to be Completion. Christian and what exactly what you want. Like, I don't know. Is, yeah. is this focusing on the family speaking through? Or it's just like, we want everything to be our way. Well, that's a, like <laughs> I feel like this series is catnip for conservative parents who, cons- who strictly censor media for their kids. Yeah. Like, it, see... <laughs> Yeah, it's see if you watch network television, you're going to hell. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, there's just I I guess you're I guess if get it, brainwashed. Yeah, I guess if it doesn't, I guess if it doesn't enrich, it takes away. Yeah, but really, like, is that? I don't know. And like, just I, be be less closed minded with maybe. Yeah. Just, just maybe here. Well, and it, you know, it, it's obviously so he represents the infallible good that, that right. focus on yeah. the family believes. You know, yeah, <laughs> right. And you, yeah, but it's like there'd be something to it if he was caught off guard by this too, and it had, yeah, well, I don't yeah, know. and it's and, just like, and we'll discuss more about it as we, yeah. as we go through episodes and talk about how things kind of evolve over time. But just off the bat, I'm like, you're so guarded. Why are you yeah. so anti guarded? Like this is ridiculous. Well, not even like 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 gar- like defensive would imply that like something's that's true. Like, he's like aggressive. Yeah, he is aggressive. Yeah, that's he's true. like he's I don't like you, and you're gonna know it. <laughs> like <laughs> I will be mean. I am right, and you are wrong. Please leave. And by please leave, I mean get out of my town. Yeah, it was, it was very very frustrating for me to go back and re-listen to that and like feel like. This good that I thought, like, I completely forgot about, you know, Wit being kind of crazy and a jerk. Yeah, he's he's a, he's just a little unhinged. I... So then we, we go to Wit telling Tom and Connie about the offer, and Tom and Connie are immediately just like, this is Yay! the best thing ever, this is an answered prayer, like, this is exactly what we Which it we've totally been... could be! Totally is, but... <laughs> 
This but is, it's not painted that way at all. Right. This is this is exactly what we need. And then and then Wit's like, but is it? Uh, Tom's like, isn't this how God works? And, and Wit's like, well, I don't pretend to know how God works. And like, like, but you do. <laughs> you literally were just, you know, summoning some supernatural discernment and immediately decided that they were terrible based on no evidence. Yeah, it's... Something is afoot. Something's afoot. Oh, I yeah. sense conspiracy. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. And then, Fancy names for companies and, yeah. and community then, college. Connie, once again, just being like, I, I, I don't know what her character is. But it's like, frustrating. That's it for is, sure. Where she's just like, uh, uh, I'm going to go plant flowers where they're going to put this tower and mow. And it's like, you're going to, it's, it's a, it's, it is a radio tower. Why are you planting flowers? Like, yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Yep. Yep. Just, just wow. a lot of just frustration. Just, like, <laughs> but yeah. like, oh. I like her whole character is just like super enthusiastic and a little clueless. Yeah. And that seemed endearing, but is now just a little frustrating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Listening to it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they build a tower, and then there's the whole bit with the fence where everybody <laughs> freaked out. Like, like he's like, why is there a fence around it? And they're like. I'm pretty sure it's just for defense. And Wit's like, was it in the contract? Exactly. He's like, well, no. And it's like, oh, red flag, red flag. They put up a fence and it wasn't in the contract. Like, because like, they don't want you getting to their stuff? Yeah. Heaven forbid? Not like you don't want them getting to your stuff? Like, yeah. what? I, I don't know. <laughs> Fences are unchristian. Yeah. I think is the moral of this think, episode. Clearly, clearly. And it wasn't like it was like a razor wire fence or something like that, like no. electric or something. Like, yeah. It could be literally anything. Oh, so this whole time there Connie has been planning this this fundraiser and it's going really well. She makes a comment of like, this fundraiser might bring in more money than the fence, which is like pretty cool and just super glossed over because yeah. we're all supposed to be, and or the, totally the tower, not the fence. Like we're also supposed to be super skeptical about this tower. So like, we can't notice like, Connie oh yeah. Like genuinely good thing. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like Connie's one like good thing she does this episode is just completely glossed yeah, over. Yeah, they don't even care. It's... Yeah, uh, it's depressing. It's, rough. I, it's really depressing. It was actually like, and like the way it worked out, I'm like, ah, I, yeah, just like my frustrations is like how they think that God can and can't work. Like, and Whit being like, mm, you know, like, like not responding with love to people that don't believe the same thing. Like, go, oh, no, yeah. no, no, focus, please stop, <laughs> please. Yeah. And like, as accepting, you know, financial aid is somehow a sign that you're failing and is not at all like God driven. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot. There's there. some some I'm some agenda, like, oh, and that's probably going to be a common theme. Yeah, I mean, it, no, yeah. it most definitely will be a common theme. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and Tom's like, you know what? You don't seem that excited about this. Oh, also. Okay, so not only has Wit been super skeptical about this, but he never once 
went to Tom and explained why, why yeah. he was skeptical. <laughs> None of the things were super big red flags, but there are some things he could have brought up to Tom. He's just like, I get bad vibes from Dent. And Tom's yeah. like, well, I don't. You're right, Tom, you don't. Yeah. Like, he's, he was perfectly normal with you, and Wit's just, like, reading into this, but, like, Well, like, Tom also, totally respects Wit. Like, if Wit had said right. something, he would have listened. Right, and maybe it's Wit just being like, I don't want to, I don't want to wield my power here. But he clearly sh- you want to. Right! That's exactly it. But you're like, oh, I'm not actually going to tell you what to do, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, just like, yeah. just like constantly mumbling off your under your breath or making cryptic comments instead of coming to your friend and being like, look, these are the things that I experienced. I want you to make an informed decision on whether or not you want to go into business with them with this stuff in mind. Yeah, yeah. And not just be like, I don't think it's a good idea, but you do you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Tom being like, okay. Okay, you're not, you're not, you're not telling me, you're not telling me why this is a bad idea, just that it is. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then at the end, Tom's just like, so like, you still seem like not super on board with this idea. And it's like, well, I hope it wasn't a mistake. All right, Wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, well, and like, and that, and, and like, that like legitimately frustrated me. But I really did like the wrap-up of the episode, like, because I feel like she kind of emphasized, like, listen to God, like, stuff happens, just listen to God, like, sit and wait patiently, like, listen to God. Whereas this whole episode is them just being, like, they're doing something, whether they're doing supposedly nothing or they're, like, doing something physically. Yeah. Yeah, it, the whole thing just, like, it gives me issues with just, like, the general, like, thrown around, like, God's will thing where it's just like how helpful of a question is Is this this? to constantly be like am I doing exactly what I need to be doing right now well yeah and it's like it's it just it's caused so much stress in my own life and in plenty of people I know where I'm just like how much do we have to do like how much do we have to be always hyper aware and thinking about things super intently of like is this exactly what i have to do or just follow scripture yeah and you'll make the right choices is god's will this exact like time sequence of events with dates that you need to follow or you screwed up or you or is it follow the word and you're in line with the will yeah like it's well and even like just like with uh what does he say he says it at the end or he's like well, even if we did make a mistake, like, God can redeem it. And then Tom's <laughs> like, like, but we, bad stuff can happen if we don't do it. But, like, yeah, but, but you just completely undermined the fact that God's bigger than all of it. Right? He's like, but we do pay for our mistakes. And it's like, one, that's not what we was saying. Two, you're the one who doesn't think you made a mistake. Yeah. Wit thinks you made a mistake. Yeah. Why are you being negative on this now? Yeah. Ugh. No wonder I stress so much about money. It's because of crap like this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, well, and like, honestly, we've talked a lot of crap about it. But seriously, I absolutely loved listening to it again. <laughs> like, yeah, I did too. Nostalgic purposes aside, like, it's a compelling narrative. Yep. Despite it, everything that's frustrating. It is, it is. Even though I don't know that it's doing it in the most elegant way, it's setting up so much. Like, yeah. there's hinty hinty things where it's like they killed the story he's like who did uh the the paper they were they were bought out by some conglomerate and like that's gonna come into yeah, play yeah yeah um and like matter so they're they're doing a good job setting the stage it's just like 
lot of time. Yeah, and well, and, and maybe in hindsight, like they were trying to do so much with this first episode yeah. that like that made the dialogue a little bit lesser. Yeah, that's something I noticed in this one, and I think this might kind of ties into that, but it might play out through a lot of the Novacom stuff. But like, Adventures in Odyssey basically has like two lanes, which is like this story is meant to be a direct representation of scripture or this story has a hyper-driven plot yeah yeah and like chris's wrap-up at the end is basically just like uh i i don't know do do what you think is best and hope that it goes well is like kind of her moral and it's like all right and then like her scripture reference is psalm 37 wait patiently for him to act that's like six words. What, what, what's the context? Would it's, you mind? Yeah, it's like one. You just just the chapter Psalm thirty-seven. You're just picking six words out of that, and also like it doesn't super tie into. Oh, it is actually six words. Yeah, that was six just words. Oh no, I spitballing there. You checked me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fact checked you. Thanks, buddy. Um, it's so like tangential to the episode where they're just like. We need to squeeze in more on a scripture here for this episode that is setting up everything else. And like, I get that's your brain and you got to do it. But like, there's, there is this conflict between the show of like, sometimes it wants to do like super like plot driven spy stuff. And other times it's like, we're going to take the imagination station to a Bible story. Yeah. Yeah. And And like the variety is some of what makes it work. mm -hmm. And the fact that we jump around from episode to episode with completely different characters And the idea that you can have, so it's episode narratives that go across albums, Mm. and each album isn't all one narrative, like... Whatever the final album of Novacom is, I think every track on that album is Novacom. um, Is it Battle Lines? Yeah, it's Battle Lines. Yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm honestly really excited to to finish, like, re-listening to it. Um, Yeah. When you shared it with me a little bit ago, uh, I went back and listened to just some episodes that I hadn't heard in a while, and I... Actually, I really, really liked it, so... Yeah, I, I'm really excited to continue going through this, and I think it'll be it'll be nice being able to talk about stuff once more of the chips were in line, because this episode does function not that dissimilarly from a pilot, where it's just like, it's just trying to get stuff yeah. established for down the road. It's trying and so hard so, to establish so many yeah. different, like ideas right and so a lot of the stuff i think we're particularly hard on in this episode might not be might not be an issue because i don't feel like it will be like i yeah i'm hoping i'm hopeful that i can come away from future episodes with a lot more like positive Positive, observations because the problem is my nostalgia is so positive that anything slightly off i just feel like i got a slam plus it's easier to be negative than positive and kind of more fun but we're gonna try or at least i will try to keep this positive i'm not gonna force anything no no and and like yeah it's it's all i mean it's it's kind of satirical from me like my old self like hearing this from you know how i don't know however old i was when i first heard it but till like probably the age of 13 blindly like just subscribe to whatever they said on right because adventures and odyssey is just good right it's like it's christian media and whatever that means it means and whatever it says about god is right you know yeah exactly it was looked at from my perspective and i'm sure this wasn't you know like my parents intention not even that my parents introduced me to it but just like i don't think i was ever told like blindly follow this thing but like i so did and there are 
legit passages of scripture that I have to this day memorized just because, because they were yeah. said in an episode that I listened to a bunch. Yep. Like that sort of thing yeah. sticks with you. There's a lot of stuff I can just like flat out quote whole episodes of Adventures yeah, yeah, of Odyssey, yep. <laughs> which is fun for no one. Uh, come back for our for our uh, <laughs> sequel podcast where we just two-man show yeah, yeah. Adventures in Odyssey with none of the vocal talent. I'm It'll real be excited. so good. But Mr. Riley's going to sound a lot like Connie Kendall. <laughs> it's going to be very confusing, yeah. but it'll be worth it. <laughs> Mr. Riley's yeah, also going to sound. There is just such a large amount of nostalgia for me wrapped up. Like, just even in words, like saying, like, Connellsville. Like, oh, holy yeah. crap, I haven't heard that. <laughs> I yeah. haven't heard that name There's... in years. Like... <laughs> Like, it's just, yeah. because I was so into it for so long, coming back and revisiting it is very interesting. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited for the rest of this. Well, yeah, because it was largely positive. Like, yeah. I listened through this episode twice in preparation, and the first time was just kind of like really getting into the groove of the show and just like, man, I really want to listen to the next episode. Like, yeah, really, I really want to listen to this. Um, and then and then going through more methodically and just being like, all right, I've got some issues. Yeah. But I think overall, it's still a good product. No, it's, it's yeah, I think it's an excellent no, product. No baby out with the bathwater here. Yeah, like we're, yeah. No, definitely. Like, I, I, was, I told you this earlier. Like, I was listening to it while I was on the stationary bike and uh, at the gym and, you know, where else would there be one? Um, and the episode ended and I had finished my notes or whatever and I wanted to start the next one, but I didn't have it downloaded and I was like, well, crap. Like, yeah. I guess I have to listen to something else. Like, I put on a podcast and I was like, well, I enjoy this, but this isn't Adventures in Odyssey, yeah, you know? It's not, not quite the same. It does its own thing very, yeah. very well. Oh, yeah. It it really does. And, the yeah, the whole audio drama thing is so unique to it. Yeah, well, and it's, I mean, it's undoubtedly, I've, I've listened to other audio dramas, not a ton, yeah. but but enough not to handful. be like, yeah. and, and well, and even like podcasts could be something yeah. that like c- certain, you know, aspects fringe in the audio drama, right. uh, you know, like yeah, a lot of yeah. That stuff is, and actually a lot of my, I think a lot of my enjoyment of podcasts is, a, is from, is, is an Adventures in Odyssey product because Definitely. I had through like middle school and stuff had a really long like segment where i mowed the grass and started out listening to adventures and odyssey to kill time during that and transitioned to audiobooks and mm-hmm. transitioned to podcasts yeah oh and, no like it never really left podcasts well, yeah and but, even as a kid like you know i always listened to adventures and odyssey and then when i you know started needing to read books for school and stuff like i always found like i enjoy audiobooks more yeah. and then i enjoyed podcasts more like i got into podcasts like a long time before it really hit the mainstream just because sitting down and listening to people talk was normal for me and i think it's almost entirely because of adventures in odyssey oh yeah Um, yeah it's an important show of both our pasts yes that's why we're we're doing the show so uh yeah so that's that's our first episode (laughs) wait can you please explain wad fam chalk pod or do we want to wait till we the, get to the episode? There is legit. There is an episode in the Novacom oh, saga yeah, yes, that yes. will address this. So for those of you who don't get it, stay tuned. <laughs> this is just going to be hilariously painful for you, and it's fine. Just like yeah, tell your friends to go listen to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. You don't have to know what that means. <laughs> but yeah, 
it's I'm been it's been real. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 1, Opportunity Knocks, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haversick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpod. <laughs> <laughs>